The ride's a little bumpy on the famous road of skulls. My God! What's happening? Samuel McNine cried, waking up. The cart he and his companion had hitched a ride on was shaking violently. McNine put his grubby hands on the plank of rotten wood which formed one of the cart's sides and looked down at the legendary road, wondering what had caused the cart's previously merely uncomfortable rattling to become a series of bone-jarring crashes. He expected to discover that they had lost a wheel or that the snooze-prone carter had let the vehicle wander right off the road into a boulder field. But he saw neither of these things. He stared, goggle-eyed, at the road surface for a moment, then collapsed back inside the cart. Golly, he said to himself, I didn't know the Empire ever had enemies with heads that big. Retribution from beyond the grave, that's what this is. He looked forward. The cart's senile driver was still asleep, despite the vehicle's frenzied bouncing. Beyond him, the lop-eared old quadruped between the shafts was having some difficulty finding its footing on the oversized skulls forming that part of the road, which led... McNine let his eyes follow the thin white line into the distance. To the city. It lay on the horizon of the moor, a shimmering blur. Most of the fabled megalopolis was still below the horizon, but its sharp, glittering towers were unmistakable, even through the blue and shifting haze. McNine grinned as he saw it, then watched the silent, struggling horse thing as it clopped and skidded its way along the road. It was sweating heavily and beset by a small cloud of flies buzzing around its ear-flapping head like bothersome electrons around some reluctant nucleus. The old carter woke up and lashed inaccurately at the nag between the shafts, then nodded back into his slumber. McNine looked away and gazed out over the moor. Usually the moor was a cold and desolate place, wrapped in wind and rain, but today it was blisteringly hot. The air reeked of marsh gases, and the heath was sprinkled with tiny bright flowers. McNine sank back into the straw again, scratching and squirming as the cart bucked and heaved about him. He tried shifting the bundles of straw and the heaps of dried dung into more comfortable configurations, but failed. He was just thinking that the journey would seem very long and be uncomfortable indeed if this outrageous juddering went on, when the crashes died away and the cart went back to its more normal rattling and squeaking. Thank goodness they didn't hold out too long, McNine muttered to himself, and lay down again, closing his eyes. He was driving a haycart down a leafy lane. Birds were chirping. The wine was cool. Money weighed in his pocket. He wasn't quite asleep when his companion, whose name, despite their long association, McNine had never bothered to find out, surfaced from beneath the straw and dung beside him and said, Retribution? Eh? What? McNine said, startled. What retribution? Oh, McNine said rubbing his face and grimacing as he squinted at the sun, high in the blue-green sky. The retribution inflicted upon us as subjects of the rain by the deceased enemies of the beloved empire. The small companion, whose spectacular grubbiness was only partially obscured by a covering of debatably less filthy straw, blinked furiously and shook his head. No, me mean what retribution mean? I just told you, McNine complained. Getting back at somebody. Oh, said the companion, and sat mulling this over 
while McNine drifted off to sleep again.